I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house. Even in my super-secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite- Ha! Found ya. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hairdo like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of the champion haircuts, but they also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. With the MVP haircut experience, your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven pressure point massaging shampoo along with perfectly steamed hot towel all while sports plays on TV. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. And now, The Bonfire with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. You know what's funny? It seems like the novelty in an era, in an era, somebody become can become pretty famous for doing almost a parody of two decades ago. That's why it works. Like now, 90s, like people do 90s. Yeah. And they're starting to get into the early aughts. Like new metal stuff coming back, but the 90s, do you know what I mean? Like the bright colors everyone was wearing for a while again. It always goes because this was a thing. D-Light, Urge Overkill was a big, like we're bringing back that 60s. Do you know what I mean? Like that 60s, 70s. Yeah, that kind of fucking... Lounge yeah, yeah. Like Big into the yellow 70s. glasses. Yeah. So was, Urge Overkill, they had their moment, huh? I always thought Urge Overkill was like super hard. Why did I think that? No, dude. Their biggest hit, Sister Havana, is, and it's not, I mean, they're great. It's rock and roll, for just, sure. I guess just hearing that, I've heard that name without really knowing them, and Urge Overkill sounds like. Oh, uh, they also sing the national anthem in, uh, it's Kingpin, right? Oh, at the bowling alley? Yeah, right. Never saw it. You never saw Kingpin? Shut up, dude. No. <clears throat> You've seen Pearl Jam 67 times? You've never you haven't seen... seen possibly Bill Murray's best movie? I, mean, I never saw the movie with the dude in it. Big Lebowski. It's got a name. Oh. I've only seen that once. Respect the Coen Brothers. It makes you feel any better. I saw it at the perfect age when I was like senior in high school never, slash in college. Never so. saw The Godfather either. Boring. Don't care. What Me about either. what about Me either, dude? Don't care. What about Office Space? Wait, no, no. The three of you have not seen Godfather, Dan, or Godfather. It insists too? upon itself. Oh, uh, nice. I love that. Robert Loge. He goes <laughs> Robert Duvall. Where they're in the the Family Guy. Yeah, they're, they're, they're drowning. Yeah, they're drowning in the panic room because it's I've never water. seen it. And he goes, I don't. I'm going to say it. I don't like the Godfather. No, he said I've never I've, watched it. I've never it. seen it. It insists. Like, it insists upon itself. Yeah, and Chris snaps when they're naming it. Oh, they go come Pacino. on! He goes Robert Duvall. <laughs> uh, it's good. It's a good movie. I waited until my late twenties to watch I'm it. Sure, it's good, dude. I just don't. Godfather Two was cool too. Never saw three. I could probably do a sog. I just don't care. There's so many scenes of just like talking. <laughs> you understand? Yeah, I just. So much talking. Yeah, dude. So, so much talking. What if they rebooted it but made it more like action? Mm, yeah, dude. 
Did did Snoop? I know Snoop did the Dog Father the album, but mm-hmm. did he ever do the Dog Father like shitty movie? No, dude. When when Snoop Dogg's left too in charge of movie stuff, you end up getting some weird like yeah, the Dog Father spooky tales. I love it, dude. Stuff. Yeah, that's comes right. Out, yeah, it's my take on Tales from the Crypt, baby. Oh, so bad. I want to be spookaloo. Didn't he do like uh? Didn't he present like comedy too? It's like Snoop Dogg presents these bitches. <laughs> yeah, I swear he probably did a Dogfather video. Dog Snoop Dogg had to have done a mafia movie, like a shitty straight to video. Well, I mean, Insane Clown Posse did a western, so see what I mean. Sometimes you just find it. What's it called? Big Money Hustlers. Jacob, have you seen The Godfather? The, right, the, the movie. movie. Uh, a hundred times. You and I are the only two that are in this room that have seen The Godfather. Such if Christine was here, it wouldn't change. Movie. I, don't I know. Understand why you, <laughs> huh? You've said this before. I don't understand why you don't watch it. It's so great. I ain't got the time, dude. Might be a Shutter original new horror coming out about a boy, <laughs> about a man dog. Yeah, that's what I love. You'll watch eight hours of pedophile hunting. <laughs> so what? But you won't watch. <laughs> that's just the background of my candy crushing, for the record. Okay, true. I get that. That's how I watch wrestling. Also, dogs. dial back. I'll tell you what. Once I find a thing on the road, here's. I don't think Christine would give a fuck about sixty days in. So I'm way behind on pedophile hunts because you're all the way on in. the road. I was all in on sixty days in. So if I have something like that, the thing is, I watch a lot of stuff with Christine. Yeah. So I don't want to jump ahead on the road or anything. Uh, I uh, and so when I'm on the road, I try to find things, and she doesn't give a fuck about pedophile hunts or rock and roll shoe stories. Or but you also like made it sound like she doesn't give a fuck wrestling about docs. I could watch without her about the Corleone family. She does not care about that at all. So what? you're saying on the road that I should watch The Godfather. I should watch the guy from the road. One and no. two. No. Yeah, I bet I'd like three the most just because it's the most not blurry. <laughs> you just love Andy oh. Garcia. Oh. It's just not blurry at all. I never saw three. Don't worry about it. Was you ever try to watch old people, football games, dude? Okay. People bum it. Yeah, old football games are like they're moving too slow. What is this? It's all blurry. Just blurry. I'm just mean like like highlights even from like Brett Favre's day. You didn't realize like they didn't have good TVs in Brett Favre's playing time. Really? Like if you watch like Super Bowl, like not yeah. even Brett Favre. Go to like Barry Sanders highlights. Or there's no sharp copies of it anywhere. Everything's blurry. Well, it, it looks better on a non-smart TV. Uh, not, t- not not smart. Tu- do you, you mean a tube, a tube TV? Uh, no, like it's my TV's like good, but it's not a smart TV. So uh, shitty productions from the past look better on my TV because it's not as as tech as yours. I yeah, mean, this is the infamous fucking run against the New England Patriots where he crosses a guy like four times. Well, this, is, this is NFL Films. Yeah. I don't mean this. I mean how it looked God. on your TV. NFL Films used to get me so hyped when they <laughs> put out a fucking tape. Go to a YouTube video like uh, YouTube, do like best touchdowns in history or something, and they'll show some old highlight. You'll be like, yuck. Yeah, you're I, like, I know what you're the 90s? You see Jerry Rice in like 88. And Emmett like, Smith. You're like, damn, dude. I watched one today, Montana, just a big old blotch on the screen. Just scoring touchdowns, though, wasn't he? It was scoring a touchdown. It was throwing to his tight end. Brent Jones or uh, Dwight Clark, Clark. catch? Dwight Clark. Yeah. Hell yeah. I watched Justin Silver told me to watch, and he was right, because he doesn't, well, he doesn't watch games of football. Yeah. He watches clips of things like that. He was like, watching most impossible plays in NFL, and I'm like, that does sound fun. And I did. It's great. That day, Jay realized that Jay, Justin isn't as gay as he thought. Because <laughs> sometimes, a deer can walk with heavy feet. <laughs> Justin showed... Even a doe is a <laughs> ferocious animal. He wasn't when all, cornered. Though, he was some buck. 
Hey, this is a pretty cool play. Oh. Yeah, see? See what I mean? Yeah, that is. That's like the early 90s. It just sucks. Uh, against San Francisco. Don't know why he pulled this clip. It's fucking gay. Is that Bo? It's, uh, oh, it's Emma Smith. Oh, no, it's no, not. That's, that's the I forgot. Yeah, he does the dance on the sideline. Crazy. Crazy he didn't go out. Oh, this has got to be like, what, 97? Because those are the 98 unis. 97, 98 unis for the Niners. That's recent. Yeah, this is really, this is uh that's HD. What's crazy is I remember the first HD TV I saw was in college, and this guy, in this there, like though. rich kid from California, had a had an HD TV, and I walked in and I remember just looking at it like that is noticeably different. Yeah, like it's yeah. Dan, look at this one here. He goes Montana. Yeah. This is the, this is the catch. Look at it. It looks like Tecmo Bowl. Fun fact about this: eight-year-old Tom Brady was in the crowd. Really? Yep. What was he doing? Was he, was he with his molester? Yeah. The guy that kidnapped him. Damn, that's crazy. That's not that long ago. And it lands on his chest? Yeah. That's what... I remember watching that at my apartment in Queens. But Dan, almost my point though, still, that doesn't even look very good. That's what I mean. It's, it's crazy. Bag capitals of the world. All right. I'll probably never put a headset on again. <laughs> Wait, was that? That was like... Red Live, the pregame show presented by Ray St. Clair Roofing. <laughs> All right, we got a little, uh, I love him just coming right back. Oh, shit. All right. Eagles 5-0, and Cowboys 4-1. and Best division. I would say best division in football right now is the NFC East. Easy schedules. Is that what it is? He's not wrong. Giants are 3-1, and Cowboys are 3-1. and No, 4-1. and 4-1, 4-1, and, and then 5-0, and, and then the Commanders are there. But he's not wrong. That is going to be the tell. I don't know what the postseason will bring because they they do. For whatever reason, the NFC East, they said across the board, has the easiest schedule. Niners. Carson Wentz just sucks that bad. Niners uh, beat the Panthers so bad they fired their coach. On the spot. Bye. And then I got to go. By the press conference, he was holding a box. <laughs> With a <the> plant. <laughs> a ruler. I gotta get out of here. Uh, I flew back. A big ruler, a stapler. <laughs> I basically didn't hole sleep. Hole punch, three hole punch. I didn't sleep Saturday so I could fly out on Sunday so I could get to, because Mike's wife was like, you have to get there by 12.15 to see Mike. Like, I got field passes. Why didn't you sleep? What time was your flight? Like 4.15, so I tried to go to sleep. Your flight was 4.15? I went to the airport at 4.15. For a 6.15 flight? 5.30 flight. And, but I had to transfer to get to Jersey. I had to transfer in Detroit. Which is a really? brutal airport to have a transfer at. Why do you have a transfer? That's weird. To Newark on Delta. There was no direct flights from Cleveland to Newark. In time. But, I mean, I got in at like 8.45 a.m. So I landed and then was able to get back to Katie's, get my stuff, and we were able to leave to think that we were getting there at like, okay, we'll get there at like 11.30. We'll go stand on the field, watch warm-ups. That's fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. And, dude, hit that traffic and we were like, it was like I'm not. We're not gonna be able to see him. I was pretty bummed out. I was like, I don't think I'm gonna be able to see him. And then Katie was like, just try to. You know, I was like bummed out hard. And she's like, just try to stay positive or whatever. Something happened. Bing bang. Got there. Got there at like twelve fifteen on the dot. Right when I walked through, a coach that I know uh, that went to school with McDaniel's, known him forever. Chandler was like, "What's up?" And I was like, right there. He's like, "I'll go tell Mike you're here." And then Mike, it was crazy, dude. Mike walked over and all the Dolphins fans were against the, you know, like trying to watch warm-ups. So they were like yelling at players. And McDaniel came over and they fucking went nuts. He got a huge pop. They're like, coach, coach, coach. 
It was awesome. I was like, dude, what the fuck? This is crazy. He's like, yeah, it's nuts. It was just fun. Got to talk to him for a little bit. I was like, the Eagles just won. That's all that happened on my end. Football. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. This is a continuing storyline. I'm not <laughs> the saga. It's my, you know. I said it's got to be so fucking wild to see your boy a winner lose a game to like watch him coach. Yeah, I just watched him the whole time in the fucking NFL. I just there was a head mo- coach. There was a moment all where eyes I, on him where I was looking at him where I was like, if I woke up on my mom's couch, I, it would have made sense. If I would have woken up and I was 15 again and I was like, dude, what the fuck? I had a dream that McDaniel was coaching the Dolphins and Zach and I were there with my girlfriend. <laughs> it's like, it was one of those weird things where it was just like, I don't think McDaniel's seen my friend Zach for like 10 years and we, we all grew up together or whatever. So he it took him a second to like focus. He was like, what's up, dude? It was crazy. I was uh, your other buddies came too. Yeah, my buddy Zach came with us that we grew up with, and it was, so it was fun to see McDaniel see him and be like, "Oh shit!" But it was it was insane to watch him the whole. I mostly watched him because obviously the quarterback got hurt on like the first play they had the ball, and yeah, then rough go. They were their th- third string, and then the Jets fans. But dude, Jets fans, they are good fans. Jets fans love the Jets. Well, I think as of two football teams, I'd argue that they are the actual like team that's they really have like invested heart into it the giants fans are like they're yankees fans more and that's just the team they choose to like whereas jets fans they've like decided that this will be their team this is going to be their painful legacy and they're going to be painful uh what's what's his name frank the fireman the firefighter uh Ed, uh, Ed. Ed, Ed the firefighter, fireman, fire, Ed. fireman Ed. You know he does the famous. He gets the crowd. Frank the firefighter was so wrong. <laughs> yeah. I didn't correct you once because I didn't know either. But yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, but, but you know what I mean. He mm-hmm. does like he get. They put him on the jumbo truck. He's the hype guy, and he does the J E T S Jets Jets Jets. Right? He, dude, he, there he is. Flavor this guy's flavor. big, and he does that. Does it every time the same way, and then he says like two, and he goes, "I'm gonna listen," and then he does it again. And by the way. He's got them where they can do it during a kickoff. It was pretty fucking cool because mm-hmm. they chanted it as the Dolphins kicked off or whatever, and I was like, that's awesome. That was awesome. What's even funnier is that there's a guy, so we were on the opposite side of Ed the Firefighter, right? And on our side, there was a guy trying to be him. Yeah. But he was just in like a green suit, and, it, and he called himself like Jetman or something. <laughs> nice. And he just had like... Uh, Mardi Gras pearls on and was like trying to do the, exactly what he was doing. But Jets fans in our section were just talking shit to this guy. They're like, shit the fuck down. You're not the fucking guy. You're not even doing it right. And he would like, because he would like do the hands thing. It was so funny watching them turn on their friend. The Eagles had a cup. The, the, the Raiders have the yeah, guy this guy. This... Yeah, it's this guy. Nice. And he was like, Oh, and his like wife brought him his license plate that he put on, and <laughs> it was just—it was really funny watching the imitation. It'd be funny if he was the first one, and I'm wrong. Well, dude, but. Phil, I don't know if Philly's got like a person at all, but a lot of people come wearing like pretty ridiculous shit. And one year when I'm when I was younger, I don't even know how this was fucking possible. I mean, how unpoliced. Especially the 700 level was of the old Veteran Stadium. Wild, dude. The NFL in I the forgot, 80s I said, and 90s. I, it didn't draw. It didn't dawn on me. It would hit me now, in my mid 40s. Now, but when I was young, I didn't realize we go to these games every week, and we're like 18. Yeah. Yeah, we went every week to the home games, pretty much. And our section, we knew there was this girl who would every time they like did something good, scored. 
She would just pull her titties out and like jiggle her titties around like bear. No one, no trouble whatsoever. <laughs> that's the that's a wild time. I don't even think when I was younger there was a crazy thing. Now realizing now, I was like, holy shit! You could you know if you bring your kids to the game, there's some girl pulling her titties out. Should be pulled. It was nuts. But then uh, there was also a guy in our section once. He had on. It almost looked like the Birds of War. Yeah, from, from Always Sunny. Like they had like the full arm like wings on sort yeah. of. And he had like a an eagle like beak on his face, <laughs> and he had wristbands. I swear to you, wrist flamethrowers. What? So when they would score, he'd go <laughs> in his fucking. It was crazy. I'm like, how did this guy get in with flamethrowers? How big were the flames? A, a good foot. It would blow like a like a like a like a fireball. It was nuts, dude. That's awesome. Just in the audience. Dude, so didn't pat him down for that at all. That's why I said when you go now, they're like, if you have, if you can't have, bring a backpack. Yeah, it's like if you're wearing high heels, you got to put them in a plastic bag, and you can't bring them in because it's a weapon. Yeah. Back and then, this, guy, this, guy, this guy's like, this guy's like, you can't bring any guns or knives. He goes, no, no, this is a flamethrower. They go, well, let me look at my paper here. I don't see anything about a flamethrower on here. I carry on, my man. Yeah, go birds. Go birds. They, um, the Broncos. Growing up, there was a guy. This story was always funny. There was a guy, Barrel Man. He was like a naked guy in a barrel, mm-hmm. and he'd always be in the south end zone of Bronco games. And where my uncle's seats were, he would like take me to Bronco games. I could look down at the south stands, which were fucking crazy. If you could see up from down into the barrel, was this guy's pecker hanging out? No, dude, he was fat. So it was like, there's uh, Barrel Man. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Oh, so, He's definitely swinging nuts under there, well, for sure. Well, what's funny is they like did this article about him, and they were like, Barrel Man? Was it what kept you warm? And then later he was like, "I'm an alcoholic." <laughs> like it, just, it just came I'm out pickled. later. He's like, "I, uh, I was drunk enough to be naked and put on a yeah, dude." He used to How always does he sit. I don't, he doesn't. He would just like stands all time. Yeah, just like hype people up in the south end zone. It is funny when you get to a point where the people are just like ah, he's just being like the, the confidence level of an yeah. old man unchecked. Oh my god! The guy at the at the Sixers is. I hate him almost. Oh, the one that sits on the floor and talks I to love the him. And I love his like desire that he's at all the games. Sure. I think that's awesome. He doesn't miss almost any, if any. But he's been in several things like where yeah. it's ESPN for jawing with people. And it's like, dude, sit the fuck down, you old man. What yeah. are you doing? Yeah. It's like, I don't get the suck my dick, Kyle Lowry. You fucking Alan, old geezer. This guy would kill you. His name's Alan Horowitz. Yeah, he owns like is something. It? Um, the sixth man. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, the the University of Pennsylvania's uh, campus apartments. student housing. Yeah, yep, that's what I was told. It's what he does. Damn, so he's, he's got a ton of money, and he's like, I'm gonna go bother NBA players. <laughs> and the sixth man. But I'm telling you, the for sure, the players are annoyed. He probably thinks the players love him, and I promise you, at best, they tolerate him. One of the coolest things I saw was this. They guy. don't love him though. Uh, I got to go to like Kobe's last game against the Nuggets, which there was so much heat in Colorado against Kobe. And my Zach's sister had season tickets, and she had like decent seats or whatever. We weren't like close to the floor, but you could see what was going on mm-hmm. on the floor. We were like that far back, and this guy was just talking shit to Kobe just the whole game. And then Kobe buried a three and just looked at him, and I was like. Damn, I don't like Kobe, but that was fucking awesome. It is awesome. He just buried it and just fucking looked at the guy, and the guy was like, (laughs) (laughs) like wouldn't look towards the court. Just this old rich guy in a button down. Alan Horwitz uh, is just 
Man, his whole thing. Yeah, he had the thing with Kyle Lowry. He yeah. got into it with him. He, I promise you, he calls Joel, Joel Embiid JoJo, like to his face. He Rick, probably refers to him. He goes, he goes, yeah. JoJo told me the other day that uh, it, he said we're definitely going to win this game. And then or when he did. sees him, he like, goes, he "You don't call him JoJo." First of all, yeah, that's an announcer's thing. You're not his friend. But I bet he believes he's friends with them all because he yeah. probably gives money and gets fucking sick access. That's got to be crazy when you're that rich that you just get access on that level where they're like. Hey, you have to be nice to this guy. He's got a lot of money. Because I something they told me that there's no way to purchase uh, the front row seats for the people they've had them for. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's also guests. You know what I mean? Guests is the thing that's where they'll put like Joel Embiid's sister and them come in from like Cameroon and shit. Like they'll put them on. You see that? But he has one of those seats. Is his? That's a lot. Alan of money. Horwitz, and even has been for years and years. It's just like you can't even get on those seats. He's got lifetime seats. He could put his arm on the scorer's table. It's crazy. That's pretty cool when you can use the scorer's table as like your your table. Yes. Where you're like, I'm going to put my drink right here. Hopefully I don't spill it. <clears throat> it's, man, what a fun retirement, huh? Yeah, but that's um, that's got to be a lot of money. I want to know how much money that guy has if he's able to do shit like that. That's over what? Did he give his net worth? You got to have over $100 million, right? No. No, depends what you spend your money on. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. I bet those tickets for a season, 40-some games. To sit courtside with you. Six I, figures. Yeah. Probably close to six figures. I mean, dude, I think it's six figures for regular seats. I know Niners fans, when they moved to Santa Clara, it was like six figures for people just to retain their fucking season tickets. Five million is what he's worth, or that's what he pays for his shit? I've always had a passing interest in numerology. <laughs> Me too, Corey. <laughs> So their guess on him is, man, look at his house. Oh, see, he's a fan of all the teams. He's got the Phillies thing, too. But he is definitely a basketball fan. Five million? There's no way he only has $5 million. There's, there's no fucking way that he only has $5 million. I don't got to get $5 million to sit courtside. No, but the thing is, like, you have to keep working. <laughs> he's not working anymore. Yeah, he's retired. I can't go to 80. Wait, I don't want to, but it would be awesome for the three a year I go down to and the playoffs couple games in the playoffs to walk in a cool entrance and do it was pretty funny because Ari said that it just dawned on him in the middle of the Billy Joel concert he goes so I just realized like you play here like this is your yeah. new, this is your New York play <laughs> <laughs> Madison Square Garden is your New York play Alan Horowitz's net worth is estimated to be around five million says it on both three, three million dollars bullshit well I, I just dog can I tell you something? He may have also had those seats forever. You think he's grandfathered in? You think they do? There's not like rent control. Yeah, there's not rent control season tickets. I feel like they like. No, you're wrong about that. I think you could have like, you could be grandfathered into a. They're not going to raise them so much every year on you. Yeah, you're like they like can't. Jack, throw, they can't throw like a Jack sixteen Nicholson. million dollar or sixteen thousand uh, dollar bump up on the price, but they could bump it up. You know, if like you're paying, just use round numbers. If you're paying like. Hundred and seventy dollars a seat. It might be a hundred and ninety dollars a game next year. Yeah, you know, twenty so more bucks. Fucking crazy. I wonder, to be able to... I wonder if that changes though. If your team has a new stadium built. Yeah, I, it did for San Francisco because okay. everyone that was a season ticket holder at Candlestick, them like that. Yeah, when it moved to Levi's, it went up. It went up to like that's fucked up. Yeah, it was really bad. There you were like a lot of fathers and people. There yeah. was a lot of stories about it in the Chronicle about uh, like people that had been season ticket holders since Candlestick was built. 
maybe even before that when the Niners were at Kizar, whenever they started doing season tickets. And then it, it went up to like $100,000. People were like, I can't fucking afford this. I believe the Cowboys did the same thing. Really? When Jerry Land was built? Mm-hmm. Well, it's a money grab for a piece of shit place full of sh- shitty football players. <laughs> um, should we... Why well, we're talking basketball, the Draymond Green thing. Oh, that fight? Do you want to take our last break and come back with that fight? Gabagool. Uh, you want to take a break first? Dan, we can take the break first. Let's just start along. I this if you wanted to talk about it. Oh, it's the Kim's thing. Yeah. If you see me, if you saw me, she tweeted out. If, yeah, this is the tweet I saw. If you saw me kick a guy's ass after the show last night, I'm sorry. He sexually assaulted me after my set and bragged about it on his way out, ruining an otherwise perfect night. I only told this as a warning. I'll be carrying from now on. Next guy dies. Uh, yeah, and the second I got off stage at a sold out theater, in seconds he was gone to the dark crowd. They found him, and the show was almost. A, we really hoped that uh, at least I got to touch Kim's pussy. What? And then she says, It's been an eye opening experience that. that hurt me, but made me sad for victims who have been through so much worse. Damn, dude, what kind of dude just fucking grabs a. You just, broke Kim? You just fucking tried to f- finger me through my leggings when I walked by him. He poked me in my vagina twice. I don't consider myself a woke comic. I'm not political. I just want to do stand-up and not be molested. Damn. The response to my last tweet is, well, we got to see what that is. The response to my last tweet is why women don't tell their stories. What's the response to the last tweet? You'll uh, have two more years of it, and then be, it'll be all over. Enjoy. Oh, just people talking shit. Uh, damn. That sucks. It does suck. It sucks that that happened to her and then people were fucking dicks about it. Well, let's say nobody molested her at our Salt Lake City show. And that's pretty fucking Not Salt cool. Lake City, Vegas, when we did Vegas. So yeah. You guys are doing Skankfest. I feel like everyone would dist- you know, someone would get killed if they did that to her in Vegas. Oh, my God. It's Skankfest. By Jacob. Jacob would do it. I would. He's your assassin. You don't come at Kimmy Congdon. No way. Not in front of Jacob, dude. Not in front of Batat. Yeah, we'll take our break. We'll be right back. It's... This is the bonfire. You're fucking right it is, dude. Real quick, let's talk about one of our awesome sponsors over here at the bonfire, and that is Metro by T-Mobile. Mmm. Isn't it obnoxious when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine printer bills that seem to go up for no dang reason at all? I hate that. Actually, brands usually want me to say a lot of yada yada when I do ads like this. But at Metro... By T-Mobile, there's nada, yada, yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, no surprises. They don't even want me to speed through the legal, so here it is. When they say no price hikes when you join, they mean your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data plans. Their only exclusions are for limited-time promos, per-use charges, and third-party services. I guess that really is nada, yada, yada. Go to Metro by T-Mobile right now and switch while you can. That's Metro by T-Mobile. Nada, yada, yada. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house. 
even in my super secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite- Ha! Found ya. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work. Tasks are taking forever to complete. And getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, then you should know these three numbers. 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One. Because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25. And now, back to the bonfire with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. And that's the bottom line, because what? Jacob Batonk going to be at Skankfest, going to have fun, Black Lou's going to be there, DJ Lou's going to be there, Jay's going to be there, Dan's going to be there, and a whole bunch of other sons of bitches. It's the bonfire. Serious XM, Facts Talk 103. We're talking fight stories, dude. Kim Congdon had to right a wrong because some fucking creep tried to finger her at a show. Ariel Elias. That fucking sucks. Yeah, that does suck. Uh, no girls ever pawed at my dick after a show. Ariel Elias, who is... And mi- don't even try, ladies. Don't try. Uh, very funny, wink, wink. Very funny comedian <laughs> out of New York, Ariel, uh, married to Dan Shackey. Well, um, let's not make that her, her identity. I'm not saying that. That's how I know her. I know I've known her for a long time. It's when she moved here from Kentucky. She's very, very funny. Dan uh, Shackey tells me she's great. I love it. Uh, she's very, very funny. Last time to her I was Dan Jackie. Last time I was uh, last time I worked Punchline. I mean, uh, last time I worked um, Helium in Philly. She emceed for me nice. and six. She's very funny. She a Philly girl? No, she's from Kentucky. Well then, fuck her. And no. then uh, this was Louisiana, uh, I believe. This is nuts. So she was at Uncle Vinny's, Point Pleasant, New Jersey. Correct? Point Pleasant. Yeah, Point Pleasant. This is a. Uh, You've done it. Yeah, I've done it. This is uh, one of the craziest, like, I mean, I've dealt with plenty of heckles this crazy, but I'm saying, like, watching her go through this, I mean, I told you when we talked about this, I had FOMO is the best way to put it. Not that I wasn't there to watch it. Yeah. I had FOMO and, like, the it was almost envy. Yeah. I was like, damn, dude. I wish someone, by the way, I don't want anybody to throw a beer at me, but uh, if a beer was thrown at me that kind of hard and hit the wall next to me. Yeah. One, it wouldn't have ended this peacefully. <laughs> uh, like two, it would have been a, a whole thing. But I mean, the things I, I would have before it got before it got violent, the things I would have said, and the thing, and also even just with the tee ups, and she was knocking them down good too. I just would have done it different because sure, we're different, different comics. Yeah, but uh, she did a great job. But you just said, like, almost when you see it, you're like, well, I want to do my shot at it now. You yeah. know what I mean? I want to do my cover of this song. I would just if if I were in this position, I wish I could have caught the beer too, then stone cold it. <sighs> Dude, that would have been righteous, <laughs> and then just. But I gotta give all credit due to this girl. She did do it. However, 
Well, let's, let's just watch play the, clip. the thing first because then play we the got to talk about the. She's doing a joke, <laughs> and the lady asks if she voted for Trump. No, she just says I could tell you didn't. I could tell who you voted for. Yeah. Did you vote for Donald Trump? Did I vote for Donald Trump? Turn it down a little because the audio really isn't that good. Well, it's some piece of shit cell phone. I don't know why. Oh, okay. Why does nobody have good... Uh, uh, everyone's phone has a... F- they show me commercials where a person's making a Hollywood movie on an iPhone. It's like, you better get your own sound guy. I've never seen a good video from a cell phone in my life on any of anything. It always over-modulates. Here we go. What's your question? Did you vote for Donald Trump? Did I vote for Donald Trump? No. Okay. Here's the question for you. Why would you ask me that in here knowing I'm the only Jew in this room? You know, makes a joke. Are you trying to get me killed? Self-deprecation. If it makes you feel any better, I vote in New York. My vote doesn't matter there. It doesn't, it doesn't matter here either. It doesn't oh, matter. that her tough boyfriend I, does. Everybody vote for whoever you want to vote. I don't I don't care who you voted for. I'm just happy we're all here together. So you voted for Biden. By the way, that couldn't have come more of a place where she was doing such a peaceful... Like, hey, guys, I don't give a shit. Yeah, Let's just tell no, jokes. Not even that. She goes, we're all here together. I goes, I don't care who you vote for. We're all here together right now. Yeah. And they're like, Steve out for Biden then. Yeah. That <laughs> you like fucking, being together with people. That grating voice just cutting through. Steve out for Biden. Again, this is a girl having to deal with a girl. But I would have made her husband have to come attack me. Well, he was clearly ready to get into it. He was looking to jump in because oh, yeah. you could hear him. He threw the beer. Yeah. I thought, a, I thought a chick just had a cannon. Sidearm. I was like, shit. who's Jenny Finch in the audience? She's fucking. Skiz it in. Who's whipping. Skiz. Windmill, that's <laughs> in that bitch. She's just saw, softball pitching this beer. Skiz. All right. Hit it. <laughs> so you voted for Biden. Oh. Huh. Huh. I don't know. Why does it matter? Yeah, so what? Why does it matter? Why I can just tell by your jokes you voted for Biden. Why are we doing All right. all of this? I can tell by the fact that you're still talking, but nobody wants you to, then you go to the hotel. Good. Good line. Good line. That's so funny, too. The lady yells back, so rude. Like, she was rude for... Se- yeah. She's in... That's what I'll never understand, and only because we can empathize with this. I'll never get it. I'll never get the. There's been a handful, two or three in 24 years of comedy or so I've been doing this, uh, where a person's gone like, "You're right, I'm an idiot." I've a, it's happened, yeah. it's ha- but for the most time, even that, for her to think like her reply of keeping it funny at a comedy club, she goes, "So rude." Yeah, so rude. It's so rude. You, that you've it, been it, screaming out. Crazy, and then, she, and then you can tell she's drunk, and she's like, "But they told us to talk." She was. Ugh. All right, make some noise if you wanted to shut up. I like her ask for forgiveness before permission, though. She goes, "She goes, no one's told me to stop talking yet, so yeah. fuck you, comic." <laughs> I haven't gotten a red light. Guess the club wants me to keep doing this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I did ask if anybody had any questions. I didn't think it was going to be. That's on me. That was on me for thinking I could have a human interaction with somebody. That's my fault. No, look, I'm such an insecure person. Here, I'll tell you the Going back into a bit. And then we'll move on. I'm so insecure. I went and got an I
So the beer gets thrown, breaks against the wall. You also, by the way, there's a very his mother's dead bud moment where you hear a lady go, or you see a guy go, I'm never going out with you again. <laughs> I think he's just telling the guy, you know what I mean? Like, it's just got to be your friend that you're like, dude, we're going to come to a comedy show. Why did you do that? And he's like, he goes, because she voted for Biden. Because she voted for Biden. She made fucking Ashley feel stupid, fucking bitch. Come on. Come on. So go back a little bit so we can hear it after the. Okay, perfect. What up? I'm so insecure. I went and got an ID. Come on, buddy. You can't do that. With this group of people. That's so fun. And then she picked up the beer and drank it. And then, uh, you know, they arrested the guy and she got rebooked. Yeah. They, yeah. they did arrest him? Yeah, they did. She tweeted out that uh, they arrested him, and he's, he got ch- uh, charges pressed against him, and uh, they rebooked him. The club filed charges, not her. Yeah, I mean, that's fucking crazy. Uh, I'm never going out with this group of people again. I almost want to give that guy free tickets to my show to be like, dude, fucking way to call it. Way to stand goes, up. Although, we did make amends, and I am bringing that group again. <laughs> and, and I got them pretty fired up, and they think you're a libtard. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty fired up, and I told them that you are way stoked on Biden. I told you that they, I even told them that you love AOC. <laughs> like, why, why would you? Dude, Dan's so stoked on Biden. <laughs> He's such a Pelosi file. He loves Pelosi and her big tits. But yeah, that, that, yeah, dude, uh, I just love, as a non- political person forget comic yeah. i don't give a fuck about politics in general so yeah. it's like it's so funny to have someone get that i've had that we, i mean it, a lot of times in writing more than in thing where it's just like you know you remember, know, the, remember the host here at a series like that it was yeah. like you and your trump loving fans like what the fuck are you talking about but then you also hear the opposite where at addison a guy walked out oh yeah because i made fun of too liberal guys that yeah he said it was too liberal because mm. i said when the army comes to take your guns you're going to want them to fuck your wife not even to him, just in a general oh, yeah, way. I'm excited to do my special. I have some good addresses on this kind of stuff, I think. Yeah, but that guy it's got fun. so mad, and it's like, Ariel... So here's the problem. Ariel does a fantastic job. She did. Oh, she yeah, did a fantastic yeah. job. It was funny. She she made it funny. She fucking went with the punch, picked up the beer and drank it. Here's, and the, here's then, the kudos Here's the kudos that she should get right now as we're having it from comics and anybody to go. It's like, damn, you handled that and like kept it funny and light. That guy got arrested and fucking... Beautiful. Beautiful pro. job. Pro, pro work. She did pro work there. It's pro comic. That should be absolutely the accolade she receives right now. <laughs> now, in a very politicized world. Over correction time. You ready to hear about how basically the Hollywood left has made her the new Mrs. Marvel? <laughs> They're like, I mean, do you read some of those Dude. quote tweets? And it's got me wanting to go fucking... You guys got me. I thought this was the end of the, the story. No, There's dude. more. This is the beginning. <laughs> it's not that. It's not the end. Wait till you hear. Like, Judd Apatow is like, she is a hero that stands on mountains made of men. Really, yeah, it's I like mean, stuff really, like it, that. He goes, a modern day Cleopatra. Yeah. She was perfection. Mark Ruffalo was like, every soul, every show of hers should be sold out for the next four years. This is incredible work. Hey, actors, you <laughs> dorks. Every Billy, every show should be sold out because she was attacked. Shout out Billy Wayne Davis, who's this is how I saw all this accolades being pressed because Billy Wayne Davis quote tweeted 
Judd Apatow is like, hey, Judd, this is an alcohol problem, <laughs> not an, an encapsulation of America. He said, comedy clubs are honky tonks, and ha- they just use us to push their booze. Yes. So don't fucking think that this is anything. Every and I read show that. Every should be sold out for the next four years. It's just a while. But it's like, so if you go to because the quote she tweets, survived an attack? Black Lou, if you go to her Twitter, and then you go to her quote tweets of the video, go down, go down. It's of the video that she posted. There you go. And then if you go... What do you do here? I don't have to do any of this. Oh, no. uh, Here's the clip. Go to that tweet. Here's the clip. Okay. Okay. Then go down to quote tweets. There you go. Go up to quote tweets. There you go. Uh, Ah, damn, Dan. I got it. What a savant. I let him right to it. See, like, H. John Benjamin immediately. Voice of Archer. I love H. I mean, one of the top handling this with great poise. Oh, yeah. So, but it's she where it starts getting beer thrown yeah. at her. Killer work. Funches is giving That's her. That's professional stand-up. Good note. Here's Mark Ruffalo. Sell out the rest of her shows for the next four years. Why? And then, and then she did the queen thing. You dropped your crown, queen. <laughs> And then Steve Hofstetter, dude, the the fucking oh, guy that the he king, dest- the he king destroyed, of destroying hecklers, he destroys them. This handling of this MAGA asshole heckler was masterful, completely, unflappably remarkable. Composure. composure, Ariel. If you need any work, composure. If you need any work, and I can help, let me know. Just say the word if you want me to put uh, a video of yours for free for on my Fox yeah, and pay you five hundred dollars or less. Less. My arrow and quiver are yours. Wherever I must pick up a sword against the fight. Uh, Republican Eric uh, Swalwell. Oh, that's representative. I think he's a Democrat. Oh, representative. You're right. This is Trump's America. I mean, they prefer violence over voting and laughing. I don't care who she voted for. She's funny and deserved to finish her set. At least she got to finish that beer. Vote for me. What I'm th- important. Is this picture also him holding a baby? Yeah, I hope so. What a fuck stick. And then Kathy Griffin... Look who showed up. You know she had to get in we on it. We discussed this effect the night She of the immediately slip. makes, Kathy Griffin immediately makes it about her. It's impressive. She goes, we discussed the effect the night of the slap. Remember how that discussion went? We'll tell her because she looks real fucking on her own here. It's like, Kathy, we you're- We know. Yeah, you're a comic. <laughs> she looks real on her own here. I mean, that happened all pretty quick. The guy shouldn't have gotten to a beer, but he should have been talking. Yeah, look- I don't know if Cousin Vinny's was preparing for an Oscar moment, but uh, this is so well handled, but should never but be But you see what happen. I mean? It just like immediately goes from being, hey, this is, Ariel's a very professional, funny comedian that handled that very well. What does that like, mean? Violence is part of the brand? It's an anti-Trump. Oh, oh gosh. People yeah. jump on shit like that. Like Keep even going. when, like even when, like uh, I always love the tweets where the where one side will say the other doesn't like how good at comedy they're getting. Both sides have done this, where they'd be like, "The right's getting good at comedy, and the left is getting nervous." And it's like Jim Brewer acting like a parakeet, where he's like, <laughs> "Hey, Fauci was like, brah, brah. <laughs> yeah, that unhinged video," <laughs> and then they fucking, and then the left will be like, "Sorry, Republicans, this is how you handle comedy with grace." <laughs> and part but, of me is like, "Just blow the whole thing." up you fucking dork by the way i don't disagree with this right here this is unacceptable for future reference to the audience when a man throws a beer a beer can at a woman doing her job even a comedian is not part of the show so feel free audience to intercede for the safety of all yes she killed but still i almost do have a thing there i do have to say 
I'm surprised the audience like didn't fucking do something. Yeah. Like some guy in the audience didn't get up there and be like, yo, what the fuck? I mean, even like screaming at him, like where was a guy in his face going, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Yeah. Are you out of your goddamn, I'm not saying this, like start punching him right away, but like a restraining of some sort surrounding him. Dude, what if we find out the guy's just like giant? <laughs> He's just fucking jacked. And I'm, almost, I'm like, almost saying maybe, but uh, I'm just saying almost the idea. He of throws like, the beer can at a guy behind him and goes, fuck, I gotta act like I didn't see that. But you shouldn't have to even well, worry about that. I was looking at my that. phone. You shouldn't have to worry about that. Five dudes should have been standing around him at yeah. that point. That's what I mean. That's crazy. Um, if he beat his wife. I don't know. <laughs> Christine's always wants to, looking for a friend in the world. <laughs> I wonder if he beats his wife. Getting beaten sucks when you have no one to talk to. Always about. look for the blue check marks. Um, yeah, George Takei, a hero among us. A hero he means the guy who threw the beer. He's like that strong man. That oh my, muscular. Tour. Look at that muscular. Matt, Matthew Deemer for U.S. Congress. This is where we are politically as a country. Elect people that want to unite, unite, not divide. He's not even commenting I'll tell you on it. I'll tell you what I hate about that comment, too. <laughs> I will be this person for Ohio 7th. I want you to lose now. This, <laughs> I this, want you to lose this now. This is catching uh, so much shit now. And again, I don't give a fuck who you vote. I may have best friends who voted for Trump. I have no idea. Who I'm going to tell shit? you right now, I am politically apathetic because it's all them just hustling us Couldn't give a fuck. Money. Couldn't give a fuck at all. But that's what I'm saying right there. This is where we're at politically as a country. Even... Uh, Elect people that want to unite, not divide. But it's the, but it, by the way, me personally, just so I, because people assume, because my comedy is like dirty or whatever it is, they they make that like it's Republican somehow yeah. or like you're conservative. The fa- or you're the face of conservative, conservative comedy. comedy. That's my favorite. That. Um, <clears throat> but that's my point being like, Nobody's looking to unite because the left is furious at you also. By the way, you- I've been yelled at more people there and I think this is, this people are appalling, gross. I don't give a fuck who you voted for. If you're yelling at me because on behalf of the other one, like I don't care. Yeah. It's a weird thing that so this guy's making it political too. He goes, This is where we're at. He goes, This is why these Republic you can see these Republicans are really bad. <laughs> I mean, it really is just a thing of like, I mean, everything would be cool is just if your mom would act a little less crazy. And then you talk to your mom and she's like, He's fucking crazy. It's just divorced parents. They're I'll like, be that person for Ohio seventh district. What, ew. Ew. Hey, buy my album. I might as well have retweeted, retweeted this event. Like, you guys know who rips? I do. HBO I do. Mac. Check it out. Dropping soon. You guys want to talk about pro comedians? Check out Dan Soder at DanSoder.com. I'll be coming to fucking uh, Charlotte and Nashville. Jamie Kennedy may say the dumbest thing Yay. ever. Ever. This might be the dumbest Come one on, ever. Come on, B-Rad. What do you got? This is where we're at in comedy. What a goddamn warrior. Yeah. She deserves a Netflix special just for being so chill and absolutely letting the heckler heckle themselves. She didn't heckle. What? Don't you She's, deserve a Netflix special? By the you way, have, like, you just, Jamie just took away credit of Ariel being funny. She had good lines back to the heckler. The heckler mm-hmm. didn't heckle himself. The heckler threw a beer and had to be fucking kicked heckler, out. No, yeah, she had Ariel to say the did, funny things. Yeah, she said the funny shit. Don't be like, he stepped out of the way and let him handle themselves. What a dope. Fucking, you idiot. Ariel handled that well. Oh, man. Go people, down. There's, pe- there's some goodies. Just, there's some money. Wait, let just, Lisa and Walter. Let, let the meteor hit the earth now. You tell me I'll comics smoke. aren't brave as fuck. Is that what we are? <laughs> this, is, this next sentence is... Ridiculous. This is why there are certain states where I don't want to do stand up. Well, you're dope. Yeah, you're Ariel. What? This is the worst part. The sentence after Ariel followed. Oh, oh you got a Lisa. Oh, you got the Lisa Ann Walter now. Damn, dude, you got you got the Lisa Ann Walter rub. That's a pretty good rub, dude. <laughs> you're going straight to the fucking moon. It's Dave, Davey Mac. Oh, this is just a 
Yeah, then it's just the you know he wrote it's an comments article. on it. Yeah, because they immediately wrote Hang an article. On. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Shane has a beautiful profile in the New Yorker, and Andy Kindler's like, "This is nice." I had to unfollow Andy. I'm like, "Get out of here, Andy!" Uh-uh. Yeah, he's you got mad on, about Shane's thing. Yeah, he's shitting on Shane, and you're like, "Shut up!" You what do you say? He's like, "Yeah, oh yeah, being racist." He went back to calling Shane racist for the comment. For the oh, thing that got him fired for SNL, and it's like Kindler, I like sucks. you, but I don't like you that much. No, I'm that a, sucks. I'm a dog. I ride, I ride with the bull, dude. Um, John Rocha, the Outlaw Nation, says three, thirty minutes left. This madness from thirty seconds left. Oh my god. 25. Dan Soder, everybody, we're gonna be a skank. It's skank fest week, skank everybody. Fest you know we're gonna be after that. Look at our website, yeah. dansoder.com, bigjcomedy.com. We love you guys, and also don't forget that we're warriors, dude. And we started way early on that. We rushed those plugs so much. We had an uncomfortable amount of time left. Yeah, but we have enough Five. to tell you that our Ariel Elias is a true warrior. True God warrior. She wields the sword of justice she and light. Will- You've been listening to Sirius XM's Bonfire. New episodes every Tuesday through Friday mornings and full shows always on Sirius XM. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work. Tasks are taking forever to complete. And getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, then you should know these three numbers. 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. (laughs) 